You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Well, greetings once again from Sprott Money News, SprottMoney.com. It is Friday, July the 27th, and this is your Weekly Wrap-Up. I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and joining us as usual this week is Eric Sprott. Eric, good morning. Craig, good morning. Um, kind of a crazy sort of week for everybody, both in the stock markets and the gold stocks and, and the precious metals, so uh, lots to chat about no doubt about that, and it has been a, a very volatile week in many regards across the markets. Hey, I've got something new for you this week, Eric, something uh, for you to consider and for everybody else to consider out there. That is the Sprott Money mobile app. You're a big tech guy, aren't you, Eric? you probably got all those apps on your phone, right? I'm a little more precious metals than tech, okay? <laughs> I got you. Okay, well, here, maybe this will help you out. You can download the Sprott Money mobile app on Google Play and in the Apple App Store. You get live price alerts, you can read blogs, you can listen to weekly wrap-ups like this one and get lots more on the go. You can take Sprott Money with you wherever you go. And the best of all, of course, the mobile app is free. So again, uh, download it uh, at the App Store. Uh, Eric, I wish we could download uh, some positive price action, but uh, the metal's down again this week. Gold down, uh, clinging to support down near 1220. It's at 1224 off about, oh, a half a percent on the week. Silver's at least unchanged, about 1550. Um, these price levels obviously uh, are attractive to stackers, but they're frustrating to long-term investors. What what do you make of uh, where we stand here? Yeah, well, as I uh, referred to last week, I was beleaguered, and I see it ended up in the in a headline somewhere on the zero edge. Uh, and it is frustrating, but... Uh, you know, the when you look at uh, what's going on with the commitment of traders and the August g- gold contract coming up for expired with that huge open interest, um, all of the uh, EFPs exchange for physicals that are going on, like it's just gar- gargantuan sizes. Uh, when I see the uh, exports of gold from uh, Hong Kong into China go up 46% in the month of June, uh, when you see the Russians continuing to buy gold, selling treasuries, hopefully to buy more gold. Uh, I sort of wonder if one of the things that China wouldn't do is sell treasuries to buy gold, if they get uh, particularly upset with the, the new tariff regime. So I think there's uh, there's lots of uh, possible signs that uh, the physical demand is there. Uh, so, and it looks, you know, I, I think we might have hit a bottom uh uh, sometime when it got down to twelve ten intraday there, so um, still uh, quite hopeful. You mentioned uh, the Chinese yuan. Uh, I've been writing about that for Sprott Money. Uh, my colleague David Brady, who also writes for Sprott Money, he's been writing about this as well. And it, there's a curious thing going on, Eric. It seems as if the price of gold, the price of copper, even things like zinc, are, are somehow trading in close correlation with that yuan dollar exchange rate and. Uh, you know, we've we've seen the Chinese devalue the yuan versus the dollar in response to these tariffs. Is that something you're keeping an eye on as well? Well, of course, you got to watch it, and uh, you have to watch China all the time because they're the biggest consumer of everything, right? As, as both gold and copper and all the, the base metals. So what happens in China is important. Uh, as you know, they were trying to deleverage their financial system, and, of course, their stock market's gone into a bear market here. Uh, but uh, during this week, it looked like the Chinese authorities have decided, well, I, we think we got to ease up on the monetary side and, of course, create a, a bit of fiscal stimulus at the same time. So the, um, the Shanghai exchange has, uh, has rebounded quite nicely. 
Um, the one hasn't done much yet. I mean, it, it may have stopped going down. I, I don't want to say that with certainty. Um, but it looks uh, like they're going to open, open things up there a little economically. And I think that would be good for the base metals and precious metals. Um, uh, but it's interesting, the correlation of the yuan. And, you know, if uh, President Trump decides he wants to go to 500 billion of terrorists, which he seems to be enjoying, by the way, uh, it could be that uh, we'd get a further uh, response by the Chinese in terms of devalu- devaluing the yuan. And as you pointed out, I mean, there seems to be a pretty good correlation between the price of gold and the uh, the level of the Chinese yuan. That's the most interesting thing. It's absolutely right. And, you know, it makes you wonder about the, the overall stock market. You know, so far it's hung in there pretty well. But when they actively devalued the yuan back in 2015, they, they only devalued it by about 3.5%, and the stock market nearly crashed in August of that year. And now they're, they devalued things by 7 or 8%. You know, and then we've had the some of the FANG stocks start to get in trouble, Eric, uh, this week. What are you, yeah. are you worried about yeah. the U.S. Uh, and the global equity markets at all? Well, you know, I've always thought that we live, we live in a rather enchanted world where interest rates were zero and uh, we kept printing money all the time. And it looks like, theoretically, that world has ended. And, of course, stocks haven't done much this year. Uh, and now we have certainly signs of things cracking uh, to with the 50, uh, 20% decline in Facebook, Netflix uh, running into a few problems, some of the companies that are affected by exports, uh, particularly autos, uh, Whirlpool came out with a negative announcement that the costs are going up now because of tariffs. So we have some segments of the market. Uh, housing is weak. I think housing stocks, if I'm not mistaken, are in a bear market. And we had weak housing numbers here. We've had weak housing numbers both in terms of new, new home starts and existing home sales. And, of course, that's a logical outcome of, of rising rates here. So, you know, it's a theme you and I have talked about ad nauseum here, but the combination of uh, the Fed uh, shrinking uh, the money supply and uh, raising rates is not going to be constructive for the uh, markets given time. Yeah, that's for sure. And, you know, one sector of the equity markets, unfortunately, is the mining sector. Boy, we've had uh, a tough string of earnings from some of the major producers this week, and it seemed that finally rippled through the, the, the sector as a whole yesterday with now – the the Huey index being at more than 12 month lows. I think getting back to lows not seen uh, since December of 2016. Um, any comment on the sector and what some of those yeah, big mining sure. companies are doing? Yeah, I, I personally I was shocked by some of the numbers. Uh, whether it's Gold Corp's big loss, uh, Barracks like de minimis profit, Agnico Eagles profit decline. Newmont's profit decline, and these are the uh, the captains of the gold industry, and they all seem to have, you know, problems which are manifesting themselves and uh, keeping earnings down. And the funny part is, Craig, when you most of these companies say that you know their ASIC is whatever eight eight hundred dollars, and the price is twelve hundred, you think there's a four hundred dollar profit in there, uh, but when they report, there's no profit, and that's. A lot of times it's because the depreciation charges are so large, and uh, that doesn't go into your ASIC cost. Uh, but I must confess, when I look at those numbers, they look weak. Uh, and, of course, I look at it as the chairman of Kirkland and what's everyone else doing. And 
I have a sense of where where we're going, and I sure hope that when we report on Monday that uh, it will or Tuesday, I guess it is, uh, it will not be seen as a disappointment. Uh, I suspect it isn't a disappointment. Um, so on a relative basis, I mean, there are companies that are doing well. I, I, I noticed a company called Oceana uh, did very well. And uh, so there are companies that are coming along, uh, of which I include Kirkland, Oceana, others that uh, look like things are kind of okay. And it's important to uh, that people are invested in the in the in the winners and not the the ones that are kind of going backwards. And historically, Eric, has it been your experience? I mean, here we are at a spot where share prices are at twelve month lows, metal prices are at twelve month lows. If we get a turnaround coming out of the summer and into the fall, is it the uh, the juniors that generally you know take off first? Uh, what is the the sector within the sector that you would start to look at first? Well, I don't think it's going to be the seniors. If you want to, you know, we, the four companies I just named, I mean, they had a lot of ground to make up before their stock prices look interesting, like a lot of ground. So I think it's going to be those guys who are already in a sort of a favorable position uh, where the market's according them the increasing value and they're producing the earnings growth and, and have a future where there can be significant earnings growth. And one of the problems with the big companies is most of them, their production's going down. Uh, I exclude Agnico Evil from that, but the, like Barrick and uh, Goldcorp, the production's going down. So it's very difficult to have your earnings going up when your production's uh, flat or, or going down. So that is is a big problem with the, the, the what we're going to now say, the, the bulk of the market cap of the gold area. So obviously, you do, I think that's not the place to be. I think you've got to look around and find some smaller, uh, uh, either explorer or developer or mining company where things are happening, and they'll uh, they'll outperform the majors in my mind for certain. Yeah, you would think it's going to be tough uh, if the majors aren't doing well. If they're struggling, that's going to be tough to draw interest into the sector. You know, where you get that rising tide lifting all boats. And so I would think, yeah, this is the time to be doing your homework and finding the good companies uh, that can really uh, shine. And I would think, again, that's where uh, a smart investor, someone that knows their stuff, could really uh, benefit from doing you know their own due diligence. I think it can make a big difference, you know, and uh, there are things to be uh, watching for. Uh, I can see certainly companies that are doing well versus the ones that aren't doing well. And uh, I've only mentioned one today, but I know there's lots of other ones out there. So uh, if you uh, have a sharp pencil, uh, you'll figure it out. As we turn the corner into next week, Eric, we uh, begin August, which is often kind of a doldrum month, but it also can be quite volatile. I mentioned August 2015 as a recent example. Uh, We've got the next employment report for the U.S., and and gosh, who knows what we've got in store for us. So I think by the time we get together next week, I'll be interested to see where things stand. Well, you know, we have the COMEX uh, August expiry. Uh, We have the, the COT, the commitment of the traders is in very good shape. For anyone who's bullish, uh, so I, I think we've had our wash, rinse, and repeat, and now we're ready for the up cycle. So let's keep our finger crossed for a great week. Let's do just one last thing for everybody. We mentioned uh, downloading the Sprott Money app from the App Store. Uh, one other thing you can do if you want to uh, stay on top of the latest information within the metals industry and uh, get stuff straight to your inbox is to sign up for our Sprott Money newsletter. And if you do, you get a chance 
to win a Sprott Gold wafer as well. Hey, that's worth worth your time to sign up. You also get free shipping on your first order. So please visit SprottMoney.com. Sign up for that free newsletter now. And don't forget to download the Sprott Money mobile app. Eric, going to be an interesting uh, rest of the summer. It sure looks like it. I look forward to talking to you again next week. It'll be my pleasure. All the best. And from all of us here at Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com, thank you for listening. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next, next Friday.